Hey everyone, it's Pastor Justin. I just want to thank you for checking out the 242 Young Adults podcast. My wife Stephanie will be concluding the series on conversations with Jesus as we close out on the correlation between prayer and fasting. So I hope you guys enjoy. We'll catch you in a little bit. We go on to praying. Guys, I want you to know something, guys, gals, that what, what I speak, what we've spoken, has been something for us first. It's lessons that we've gone through ourselves that we want to now impart in you because they're important. Take time to talk to God. And I know it could be really difficult sometimes to sit and just be like, Lord, and how many times have you prayed and you're like lying in bed and you're like, dear God, thank you so much for everything. God, I love you so much. Oh yeah, that dress I saw today was really great. And then, oh yeah, my friends. Oh yeah, sorry God. And anyways, and then, Lord, I just pray that you would be with me. And and you go on and then all of a sudden you're like,
he decided that he needed to follow and pursue God's calling on his life. And he sold everything and he went to a school out in Florida, a Bible college. And while he was, did I share this with you guys? Okay, so while he was getting ready, you know, he's going to, so he's Canadian, I'm Canadian if you guys don't know that. So if you come as a student, you can't work. You are not allowed working in the States if you are studying. So right there, you have no financial stability at all, okay? And so now he's a husband, wife, and a baby coming to the States. You could sell so much until, you know, that money runs out though. And so he sold his stuff, he got like great deals for everything, and we were in church one Sunday and a pastor prophesied over him and his brother particularly. And he spoke to his brother and said, Sandro, you have, God has placed a triple burden on your life and you are gonna be carrying this weight, but know that God is going to bless you abundantly for what you are doing. The triple burden was that Sandro has a wife and three daughters and he was gonna be supporting his daughter going to school and his brother going to Bible college and his family. So think about that. Think about monetarily what that means, okay? Food, clothing, like insurance, everything for two plus his family. And so Sandro, was like, okay, God, like, thanks, but uh, I'm going to need help. And he just started praying. Well, he started writing out things. And he was like, God, I, I'm going to need a charismatic real estate agent who's going to just, like, have the power of God all over her, who's going to help me get the best deal for a house for this family. I don't know what I'm going to do. And homes in Florida aren't the cheapest. I mean, you could get like, you know, a decent home. I would imagine like two, three hundred thousand, but then you have to buy furniture, you have to buy dishes, towels, sheets, you know, all the things that come lawnmower, everything that a house would need. And so he just started praying. And he actually started well, he was already a giver. Like, I mean, a giver beyond what you could even think. And he was fasting. Our church very regularly would fast all together corporately as a body and he picks up the phone and he calls this number of a real estate agent and they said we don't know how you got her number she doesn't work with us anymore but we'll transfer you to the number that she left behind transfers over he calls this real estate agent and he says hi my name is Sandro, and I just want to tell you before anything else that I am a charismatic believer. I know that God is orchestrating things, and I need your help. And she says, well, praise the Lord. I'm a charismatic believer, too, and I want to help you in any way that I can. She says, what's the situation? And he explains. She's like, I'll get back to you. Calls back the next day, and she says, Sandro, I have a house for you. She is a wife of a guy who's in the Army. She needs to move fast. She wants to leave all of her furniture, dishes, silverware, sheets, towels, television, lawnmower, every bug spray, I mean, down salt and pepper, everything. And he said, because she needs to go fast, 
she wants to sell this like she just wants to get rid of it. Is $80,000 too much? He was like, um, no. What? <laughs> like, blessing? Why? Because he was obedient. Because he knew. And you know what? Can I tell you? His business, he's still supporting them. His business is thriving. He's doing better than ever before. God has blessed him in ways that he never, ever, ever thought possible. And he saw it because he unleashed the power that God had when he started walking in obedience in these three areas. We talked about how forgiveness, there is a lot there. When we harbor unforgiveness, we fail to walk in the supernatural power that Jesus left us with. We fail to walk in the authority that he left for us. He said, greater things will you do, right? And then he says in Mark, he says, you can tell this mountain, move from here to there and it will listen to you. But we often forget the part, but if you don't forgive, it's completely washed out. We need to forgive. And he links it to prayer. Why? Because he says, For, forgive us so that we can forgive others. He wants us to catch his heartbeat of what it's all about. And then, bang, he goes into fasting. And now I'm going to ask publicly, how many of you guys have ever fasted? All right, that's awesome. It has to be on a regular basis. When Jesus is talking about fasting here, he's talking about fasting food. Okay? Not Facebook, not Twitter, not Instagram, not TV, not music, not like, you know, licorice or chocolate. He's talking about food. He's talking about not eating for a day or three days or 21 days or 40. Because those were the amounts of times that people fasted in the Bible. We had three weeks. We had Moses who fasted 40. Jesus fasted 40. He says right before, give us this day the food that we need. He talks about nourishment and how he is our provider. He'll continue doing that. But when we're abstaining from food, it's something physical. How many of you skip lunch or breakfast and you feel it? Or dinner and your stomach is growling and you're feeling a little lightheaded and you're like, I just need to eat. Maybe you're a little grumpy. It's something that we need to do. It's going to be hard. But here's the beautiful thing. As you feed your spirit man, your flesh man will die. Fasting will become easier and easier and easier as you continue to do it on a regular basis. See, this isn't a give one-time deal, pray one-time deal, fast one-time deal. This is when you pray, when you give, when you fast regularly, not on an occasional basis. When I was back home, our church started off the year with a three-week three Daniel fast. All the, the entire church, kids included. It wasn't a, oh, well, I don't know. Oh, unless you had medical conditions where the doctor was like, you're diabetic, you just have to be careful. There were things that, you know, okay, you watch. Honestly, everybody fasted. They did partial fasts, full fasts, Daniel fasts. 
There was a combination of different things that they could do, and everybody did it. Can I tell you the things that happened in our church when we fast? Can I tell you the things that happened in my life when I fasted? I met Justin. Well, I met Justin, but like we got together, and I had been, I'm not joking, and some of you guys don't know this, whatever, but I had been praying for a husband for many years, many years. I'm not joking. Like, ladies, if you're praying, even guys, if you're praying for that right person, don't stop. Pray. God will bring the right person in your life. If you have the right person, then stick to it. Seek God's face. Seek him all the time. Why? Because he will do something in your lives. God was preparing me for things that I didn't even know. I was in Montreal working as a nurse, doing my thing, didn't think of anything. God called me years ago, and I always resisted, pushed it aside, pushed it aside, pushed it aside, finally obeyed. And when I said, God, I verbally spoke it, and I was like, I can't stop thinking about this. I just want to do, I want to be a minister for you. I want to work for your kingdom. All of a sudden, it was like, oh, door open. Door open. Door open. And I'm not joking, like 25 doors open. God kept my job at a hospital in Montreal while I was in school. My doctor, who should have fired me because I wasn't there, said, Stephanie, your position is here. Every time you come home, you come right back to work. I went back to my full salary, full benefits. I went back to everything, everything while I was in school, which means that I was able to pay school. I was able to pay for my car. I was able to do all of these things. He took me back when I was waiting for our wedding, and he was like, Steph, I will give you any work you need, and if you ever move back with Justin, you have a job here. God gives you favor with people outside as well as in. And remember that. Sometimes we see the, the world as like, oh, they're evil. How could God work? God will use them, and his word says it, to bless you. Sometimes we don't think of it like that. Well, what could they do? My doctor, who's a Jewish man who does not believe in Jesus, he blessed me immensely. And that was through prayer and fasting. And he says here again, when you fast, don't make it miserable. Don't be like, oh, I'm so weak. Do you want to know why? Because I'm fasting. <laughs> it's not a, like, attention to me. It says, comb your hair, wash your face. No one will notice you're fasting. You go about your day as if nobody, it's nobody's business. But I love it, I love it, because the repetition that he uses in these three sections is just awesome. Because the only person who'll know will be your father. And your father who sees everything will reward you. I hope you enjoyed this series on conversations with Jesus and the time that we spent on prayer. And then also that time where we added power to our prayers uh, by living a life of giving and fasting. If you guys want to know more information about just 242 Young Adults or anything like that, feel free to email me at jcorkum, that's J-C-O-R-K-U-M, 
at manchesterassembly.org. Until next time, guys, this is Pastor Justin. Thanks so much for tuning in to the 242 Young Adults Podcast. We'll catch you guys later.